Hey guys, welcome to episode 6. Today's topic is drones, but before we get into that, I'm just going to update you all on what I've been doing lately. I've got the parts in to do the motor on the YZ250 scratch build, so we'll be messing with that a little bit this weekend. Um, I've also been back on the road cycle, and I kind of had this, uh, I guess, rant you could call it about driving to the gym when it's like 1.3 miles away. It just doesn't make any sense to get in the truck, drive there, to physically move around, and then get in the truck and drive back. So I've started taking my old Fuji, not necessarily old, but I've had it for five years, has probably a thousand miles on it, and I really enjoy bicycling. I don't really know why, because I hate going for a walk, which or even a run for that matter, just in an aimless direction for the sake of cardio, but... For me, road cycling works, um, in addition to F45. It's really a liberating feeling when you can jump on the bicycle and get your heart rate up and power through a good five miles prior to your workout and then jump on the bike and either do five miles back or uh, like I did yesterday, I did like 10 miles for a total of 12. So that's kind of been my goal is between 12 and 20 miles or between 10 and 20 miles per day. Um, I'm about to head out here after I finish this recording, but because I said I was going to try and drop episodes Monday, Wednesday, Friday, in sticking with that, this is Friday's episode. So without further ado, I got into drone flying through um, traveling with my wife because she likes to go places that most people don't normally um, consider a possible vacation destination. The first place I flew a drone was in Bora Bora at the Four Seasons. And that video is not yet on my YouTube channel, but it's on my list of things to do this weekend slash next week. I would like to get it on there. Um, we recently bought a new Mac computer that may lend itself to um, editing that video a little bit better um, as I made it almost two years ago. But anyhow, on my YouTube channel, there are a few drone videos. Uh, the three that I can see here that come to mind are obviously the travel vlog for Antigua, Kiana Beach Resort, and UNESCO World Heritage Sites. So check that one out. It is in 4K. Same with the Antigua Drone Turner's Beach Raw. That's just some test flying I was doing uh, like the second day we got there. And then the other one is called Permian Snow. And that was from last February when it happened to snow out in West Texas, which nowadays isn't that much of a surprise, but at the time it was, uh, it was quite an event. But anyhow, I also heavily got into drone flying through work and using it um, to count tanks and other pieces of oil field equipment. And you could really call it um, surplus asset recovery. But let's talk about most people when it comes to drone flying don't know that the first thing you need to do when you buy a drone is register it with the FAA. Make sure you do that because if you don't have a number on that drone and you happen to cross paths and it's not hard to do with an FAA inspector. I don't have any idea what that fine could be like, but I don't want to find out. 
Second of all, if you're going to fly a drone, you should probably get um, Part 107 UAS certified. And UAS stands for Unmanned Aircraft Systems. And then the 107, if memory serves me correctly, specifically speaks to small. So not like a $30,000 drone that's got infrared and all types of other capabilities well outside the everyday um, casual user. So I am UAS small certified. Basically I have a pilot's license from the FAA and it took about two weeks of studying and it's basically, there's a lot of online courses you can use out there. Um, the one I used was from M0 Aviation and they also do, I believe, private pilot all the way up to commercial pilot courses as well for uh, conventional manned aircraft and so I was a little bit predisposed not a little bit a lot predisposed to aviation from growing up with an airline pilot dad and going to Oshkosh Air Adventure every summer was <clears throat> just a foregone conclusion like that's what we were going to do that was going to be one of two major family vacations in the summer if everything went well so that being said I'll give you a little background on all things non-moto and non-fitness related leading up to my adult years. A lot of it was aviation. We had an airstrip on the farm. Sadly, we only used it what you could call a handful of times just due to life, but it was cool to maintain it. It was 1,800 feet of grass and I mowed it and kept it like a golf course and we had an ultralight which is another story, but I consider the ultralight to be maybe the the bridge between general aviation and drones before unmanned aircraft systems were really a mainstream thing. And so with the ultralight, we didn't really do much with it. <clears throat> we did most of our flying in a single-engine 1958 Piper Tripacer, and we would do anything from state-to-state -state flights to cross-country flights, um, night flying, and then obviously landing in the grass on the field. Um, it was really quite an interesting way to grow up. And being homeschooled, we had a lot of physics lessons and science lessons and math lessons that pertained to aviation. So it was no surprise when... We were wandering around Best Buy a few days before going to Bora Bora, and I picked up an Anafi Parrot. And what I was actually in there for was more GoPro equipment to make sure I didn't lose my brand new uh, Black 7 in the ocean. And so I ended up with the GoPro equipment and the brand new Anafi Parrot, which if you're going to buy a drone and you haven't flown one before and you fly it in the backyard, just get used to the fact that you're going to crash it. But just fly it in the confines of your yard because you don't want to lose that to like a neighbor's window or the top of their house or a pool. You name it, it's going to be bad. So I got fairly comfortable with flying it in the backyard. And then when we got into Bora Bora, we couldn't find anybody to really say yes or no if there were restrictions on drone flying per se. So I was able to make 
several flights right off of the back of the bungalow over water and get some pretty epic shots of the uh, the main picturesque island that everybody is pretty familiar with on screensavers and whatnot. So I got pretty comfortable with just straight line flying, um, takeoffs and landings, and general videography from a, a primitive standpoint. And I decided to take the drone following that trip out to the motocross track and I took a little bit of video out there, but because it was within a reasonably close distance to an airport, I didn't take it any higher than like the top of the telephone poles. And for motocross, you don't need to go that much higher. But that being said, um, a few things that come to mind when I think of my drone experience, the more you fly it, obviously the better you're going to be at it. So if you can find a desolate place way out in unrestricted airspace. You still have to be cognizant of aircraft entering your area and your height above ground level in relation to towers, buildings, etc. Like I said, if you're going to do this, I would highly recommend getting certified. That way you have that license, you have the training and know-how. And then you can go out and take some really cool videos and uh, really get to experience just how far the technology has progressed in the last decade. Because there's a lot of roles out there that people are unaware of um, that are UAS-based. And if you'd have told me back in 2007 through 11 and through 15 when I was in college and doing an MBA that at some point my uh, employment would have a drone flying function, I probably would not have believed it, or I'd have been skeptical at best. But there is a, a lot of progression in the use of drones because when you consider just right now, it is March 12th, and fuel prices are 50 to 60 cents higher just for automotive fuel per gallon uh, than they were at the end of the year for various reasons that I will not get into right now. Um, so extend that out to aviation fuel, avgas. Avgas has always been more expensive than automotive fuel <clears throat> for the simple fact that it is aviation related. And that being said, if you're going to go out and fly a pipeline or photograph a house for real estate purposes or a uh, building or property for commercial real estate purposes, and you're going to use a helicopter or conventionally manned aircraft, you're going to have some money wrapped up in it just in fuel alone. With a drone, they're battery operated. Some are gas powered, um, but that's another conversation much deeper than just talking about drones in air quotes. And you can operate a small unmanned aircraft system relatively cheaply and relatively efficiently um, and reduce your overhead costs for said project. So that, in a nutshell, is the driving force behind the expansion of using drones in business. On the recreational side, there's a lot of cool things out there. If you look at the action sports industry, everything from downhill mountain biking to motocross to rally, uh, 
side-by-side racing, anything that has a relatively large footprint and is not a conventional sport played on a field has a component of uh, drone necessity because, once again, it's cheaper, you can get much more quality footage, and you can also gain a perspective that previously was either unattainable or relatively difficult to obtain. Even when it comes to conventional sports nowadays, by replacing wire-operated cameras with drones reasonably, uh, you can use this new technology and this 4K capability to gain a different perspective than otherwise was uh, once available. So aside from that, when you buy a drone, and I just picked one up off the shelf that was middle of the road priced, had the 4K capability, the ease of flying, uh, vertical takeoffs and landings, which you're going to find with most drones. But there are things you need to consider. Ease of maintenance, uh, robust flying capabilities. My drone, personally, that I own does not turn fast compared to the DJI that I typically fly for work. Whereas there are other drones out there. You can buy yourself a personal DJI Mavic, Mavic 2, Mini. I believe they also have an infrared version for both uh, the DJI Mavic as well as the Anafi Parrot. But I like my Parrot for just like when I go back to Pennsylvania to the family farm and I want to check a property line, I can just launch my drone. We're in unrestricted airspace. Um, and at less than 400 feet above ground level, I can pretty much do what I want and get a really detailed, high-quality photograph or video or both of what I'm trying to uh, check in on. As far as maintenance goes with my Anafi Parrot, the only thing I've really had to do is change the blades on this thing. And like I said before, when you're first flying them, you're going to crash them. Probably not bad, but you're going to miscalculate the wind when you hand launch, which is what I most recently did back in December. And it was a snowy day. I wanted the perspective of the snow for this particular video. And uh, I caught the edge of the railing on the porch. And here we are today. I just got my new blades. And eventually, once I get them on and get some free time, I will probably go out to Three Palms or some other relatively close motocross track and try and get some some footage and get some time in on flying my drone. But there are a lot of other things you can do besides just going out and buying a drone off the shelf at Best Buy or ordering it off of eBay or Amazon. You can build your own drone. I'm not going to talk a lot about it because I have not done it, but I plan on doing it here at some point because I would like a drone that's a little more robust in its uh, maneuvering capabilities. I want one that could possibly fly inverted and make those quick changes of direction if need be, uh, basically because I want to do more filming of power sports, whether it be dirt bikes or side-by-sides or... Uh, take your pick. There's plenty of things out there, um, even snow sports, so to speak. 
But let me know what you guys think. Drop some comments on the videos uh, on the YouTube channel and share your drone stories. Really interested to hear them. Um, until then, stay tuned and check in Monday for a new episode on a topic that I have not yet decided on. Have a good weekend.